You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome into the Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley, Jake Mastriani with you after what was another nice night for the Atlanta Braves. They're stacking these things up to start the year. A 4-1 victory over the Cardinals with Dylan Dodd looking pretty sharp in his major league debut. A lot of great stuff to talk about offensively, defensively, on the mound, from the bullpen. The Braves pretty much did everything they needed to do in this win over the Cardinals to secure yet another series victory. So that's a checklist of things you can expect us to expound upon in this episode of the Braves Postcast. want to make sure to remind you to subscribe to Lockdown Sports Atlanta here on YouTube. Hit that bell to get the notifications for whenever we drop a new episode. And make sure to subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Jake, I think that uh, Dylan Dodd wasn't locked on. He was locked in early on <laughs> against the Cardinals. He looked great after giving up a single to the first batter he faced. I don't know too many people that didn't think, oh, no, is this going to be another one of those? It was not one of those. Dylan Dodd looked just outstanding. He did everything he needed to do. What did you see from Dylan on the mound? Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, the key for him is pounding the strike zone. You know, that's the one thing we saw with Jared Schuster that he wasn't able to do, which he typically is. But Dylan Dodd just consistently throwing strikes, getting ahead of hitters. And I think that was a big difference in his outing on Tuesday night and be able, being able to get ahead and get, get hitters out. And uh, I thought it was a really great, great start from him. You could see the second, third time through, they were maybe starting to get to him a little bit. But again, credit to him getting out of some big jams there late in that game. Yeah, I thought he did just a really nice job of approaching that lineup the couple of times that he had to face it. You knew that you probably weren't going to get, you know, all the way through three times or to the fourth time through the lineup. He wasn't really, I don't think they were going to ask him to go much beyond five innings if everything went according to plan tonight. You just wanted to get him in, kind of get him indoctrinated into Major League Baseball and feel what it's like to go up against a tough lineup like the Cardinals. And I would say he passed his test with flying colors. Let's jump inside the box score of tonight's game and get you caught up on everything that happened and how the Braves picked up this win. Atlanta now 4-1 and one with four runs on 12 hits, no errors, seven men left aboard. Cardinals dropped to 2-3, and three, a run on just 10 hits, no errors, seven men left for St. Louis. Dodd picks up the win, he's 1-0. and oh. Steven Matz took the loss, is 0-1. Oh A.J. Minter, his first save. Two hours and 20 minutes was the time of game, and I would say that pitch clock came in handy tonight by the time the roll, or excuse me, the rain rolled into Bush Stadium. Mm. But we got this game in, 36,501 run hand to see it. Dylan Dodd's line in his Major League debut, five innings, Six hits, one earned run, no walks, and three strikeouts. 73 pitches for him, 52 of those were strikes. His first strikeout, a milestone, I wanted to at least note, came in the top of the second inning, or excuse me, the bottom of the second inning. It was Nolan Arenado. Not a bad first strikeout for Dylan Dodd. No, it wasn't at all. And I mean, a really good pitch that he got him with, I think was that that slider. It's kind of hard to tell between a slider and changeup. They're both uh, look very similar pitches, but he really had that going. And again, it's what I talked about at the beginning. It's He was able to get ahead with strike one, strike two, and then go to that pitch down in the zone and either get the swing and miss or get the get the uh, get a weak ground ball and something he was doing a great job of. So after Charlie Morton only got six swings and misses last night, Dylan Dodd doubled that with yeah. twelve on this evening. So again, just telling you how or showing you how effective he was for his first major league start. Again, I thought it was an incredible outing from him. Uh, I don't think you could have expected much more than what than what he gave you, and just great job throughout by the Braves pitching staff as well and that defense. Grant oh, yes. just incredible in this one. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. There were some nice plays made behind him of the diving variety. Orlando Arcia was showing off his arm again. But speaking of arms, 
Ronald Acuna Jr. I tweeted this after the second throw, the second outfield assist when he nailed Tyler O'Neill at the plate. He's back, and he is a five-tool player, and he's showing them all off here in the early part of 2023. What an absolute rocket from Acuna. He had him easy at the plate as well. I think Sean Murphy had enough time to figure out, okay, let me make sure I don't get called for obstruction here and tag this guy out. It was an incredible throw by Ronald, and it was his second outfield assist of the game. Just one more thing that he does and one more thing that was going right for the Braves behind Dylan Dodd on this night. It was. I mentioned it yesterday. You know, I said I hope the Braves put their best defensive lineup out there to help Dylan Dodd behind him, and boy, did they. You know, Kevin Pillar got the start in left field, no Marcel Ozuna in this one, but uh, not that Pilar necessarily made any great plays, but again, it was just that defensive lineup that Snicker put behind him. They came up huge all night. Ozzy had a great diving play. Austin Riley was incredible over there at third place, made a great uh, backhanded pick on a ball, charged in and, and threw it over there to Matt Olson on a rope. I mean, just pretty much everybody had a fantastic play. And then, yeah, the second one, the second assist from Acuna, as you said, the way he was approaching that ball, I thought, well, he doesn't have any chance because there wasn't really sure. any eagerness, but he just trusted his arm that much. And Fran Cord talked about on the broadcast that he knew if he came up with his arm strength and just made a good throw, he was going to get the guy. And man, I mean, it wasn't even close at home plate. I think I think Murphy was actually a little surprised to see how far <laughs> away from the plate O'Neal was when he turned yeah. to go tag him. So just incredible stuff from Ron Acuna Jr. Helping Dodd get out of that inning when he threw out Wilson Contreras at second base there. Uh, just great stuff from the defense all around. I, I tweeted this out. I don't know that we'll see a better defensive performance all year from this Braves team. I mean, just seemed like every inning, even the last play of the game, Matt also made a yep. sliding catch and foul territory to end the game. It was just really an incredible defensive performance. Yeah, everything was going right. And just to clarify, as you pointed out, Wilson Contreras got gunned out by Acuna with Dylan Dodd on the mound. It was Tyler O'Neill getting thrown, thrown out with Dylan Lee on the mound. So we had a lot of mm-hmm. Dylans going on. We also had a lot of great plays going on. So we're going to try to keep them all straight here on the Braves postcast. We also had a few home runs that were happening. Austin Riley, back-to-back nights, first inning again, a two-run shot. It may not have been the longest in the ballpark, but it was not a cheap home run either. Uh, 410 feet for Austin Riley, his second of the season, second in as many days. He also had the first home run of the season from Orlando Arcia. All he's done is make plays. We've talked about his defense. He's hitting over 300 to start the year. He's looked like the right call at shortstop thus far and has given the Braves exactly what they need out of the eighth spot tonight or Night spot, which is where he is most of the time. Uh, Travis Darno, let's talk about him for a moment. I was kind of joking. What's the difference between Travis Darno and Ted Williams? Well, there are a lot of differences, and we're not really getting into that. But tongue in cheek speaking, if the guy's just going to keep getting base hits like this, is he going to flirt with 400 all year? Rhetorical question. Probably not. But uh, 10 hits already now on the year for Travis Darno, who's among the National League leaders in that category, batting a cool 455 through the Braves' first five games. That, I think, will work whether he's behind the plate or in the DH spot where he was again tonight. Yeah, I've been saying it. You just can't take him out of the lineup right now. Whether you want to put him at catcher or DH, he has to be in here to at least ride out this hot streak. And hopefully it does last the entire season and he hits 400. Uh, That would certainly be something. But, I mean, he is just off to an incredible start. I mean, it looks like beach balls are coming up there. It must look like being thrown at him because he is just spraying it all over the field. It's really incredible to see. And again, you know, he was great last year for the Braves offensively. And I think with Sean Murphy back there, you can utilize him in that DH spot a lot more this season and hopefully keep him fresh. So it's been a great start for him. The Braves offense, we talked about this yesterday as well, getting out to a, a good start 
and letting Dylan Dodd kind of settle in. And when he scored two in the first inning, that mm-hmm. certainly helped. So um, didn't do much the second half of the game, but obviously enough early on to get that early lead, kind of let Dylan Dodd settle in and let that pitching staff go to work. So uh, not the best offensive performance from beginning to end, but you see that power still coming on uh, or has been there pretty much from the get go, except for one game in on Sunday. But yeah, Travis Darno, go ahead. Maybe you should start a tracker for hitting 400. I'm a one-man graphics department. I can't run any more trackers. But let me do update the Ronald Acuna Jr. 40-40 tracker. We added a stolen base this evening. Two homers and two steals for Ronald thus far on the season, and that has him on pace for well over 40 of each of those. We'll see how it all pans out over the next 157 games, if my math serves me correctly. Uh, I did want to talk about the other catcher. You brought him up, Sean Murphy. Behind the plate for both of these debuts for these young pitchers, I think that that's a big thing. I think that Sean Murphy really helped Jared Schuster kind of navigate through what was some very deep and get him out of the deep waters in the very, very first inning of his start. Meanwhile, I think he was just kind of a steady influence back there behind the plate for Dylan Dodd on this night. He also picked up a base hit his first with the Braves, an RBI single, one for three with a walk. But I think I'm just as impressed or more impressed every time I watch Sean Murphy with just the consistency that he's going to have behind the plate. And I mean this not just from these regular season games, but what I got to see down in spring training as well, the Braves have really brought in somebody who can kind of be that general behind the plate, do a lot of things defensively, both with the glove, with his arm, and with how he handles the staff, that even if he goes over some nights, his impact on the game can still be felt. It can, and I thought it was big to have him back there for Dylan Dodd's first start. And Dylan Dodd, just really good pinpoint location. He was throwing a lot of pitches that were just on the edge of the strike zone, and I think because Sean Murphy's back there, he's getting a lot of those calls. And I think Travis can do that as well. But that's one thing that I noticed in this game is that Dylan Dodd had some impeccable location just really on the corners of the strike zone. And the way that Murphy is receiving that ball, I think got Dylan Dodd a lot of those close pitches. So, yeah, I thought he did a tremendous job back there. Like I said, I know Dodd got into trouble in that fourth and fifth inning and just having somebody back there like Sean Murphy to kind of control everything and help get him out of those jams is certainly big for Dylan Dodd. Yeah, definitely was. And then the bullpen came in after Dylan Dodd's day was done and was able to toss four scoreless innings. And I thought this was just the beauty of baseball. Dylan Dodd was about to turn three years old. In fact, he did. The day after Jesse Chavez got drafted by the Chicago Cubs in 2001, that's who came in to relieve him. Somebody with a two-decade-plus career now was the next pitcher out of the bullpen to follow Dylan Dodd in this game. Chavez, Joe Jimenez worked into and then out of some trouble thanks to Dylan Lee and more appropriately maybe Ronald Acuna Jr. And then Kirby Yates and A.J. Minter came in and were able to toss scoreless frames as well. I thought Yates looked pretty good. I know he gave up a couple of hits, but uh, the the strikeout I thought was huge. And then A.J. Minter just looked like midseason form A.J. Minter. So the bullpen, even if they didn't strike out, you know, six, seven, eight guys over those four innings, they still did the job, got it done, and were able to work out of trouble as they needed to and give the Braves offense you know, with those first four runs that were scored in the first three innings of the game. Uh, with that, they had just enough to win this thing and uh, polish off another series victory. And now they're in position to go for a sweep. That's what they'll be looking for on Wednesday afternoon. That's when we'll see Bryce Elder fresh up from AAA Gwinnett, where he was their opening day starter on Friday. Two and four last year for the Braves, Jake. 317 ERA, 10 games, nine of those starts. He'll be facing Miles Michaelis, who was on the mound against the Toronto Blue Jays in the uh, opening series of the year for the Cardinals. He allowed five earned on 10 hits and three and a third. So Michaelis looking to get himself back on track. The Braves, meanwhile, would love to see a similar line from him in support of Bryce Elder tomorrow. 
Yeah, and I've, I heard uh, Kelly Kroll talk about Bryce Elder during the game and the fact that, you know, he tried to overcomplicate things a little too much last year at times and try to just, you know, worry, work his stuff in the zone. And I think that's what he has to do mm-hmm. because all of his pitches have so much movement on them already that if he can just work them in the zone, he's going to create a lot of weak contact. And when he started the year with the Braves last year, he was really good in his first start, but then he lost that command and started walking a lot of batters. And when he came up later in the year, you saw him pounding the zone a lot more. Yes, it was against the Nats and the Marlins of the world, but still throwing a lot of strikes. And I think you're going to take something out of Dylan Dodd's playbook from Tuesday. It's pound that strike zone. Yes, the Cardinals have 22 hits in this series, but just two extra base hits. You don't want to compound that by giving them free passes and let that defense work. Again, so much movement on Bryce Elder's pitches. Create that weak contact. Let that defense play behind you. And again, limit those free passes. Well, the Braves would love to come home 5-1 and one from this season-opening road trip to Washington and St. Louis. They can do it with a win behind Bryce Elder on Wednesday afternoon, 1.15 p.m. Eastern time, the first pitch up at Bush Stadium. Bryce Elder against Miles Michaelis as Atlanta looks to sweep away St. Louis and get themselves set up to come on home and welcome the San Diego Padres to town. Finally have that home opener. A lot of great stuff is happening this week for the Atlanta Braves, and some good stuff happened on Tuesday night up in St. Louis. Congratulations again to Dylan Dodd. First major league start, first major league win, a whole lot of firsts for him. And the Braves, by the way, they're in first place with a 4-1 and record in the National League East. That'll wrap things up on this edition of the Braves Postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure to subscribe here on YouTube to the channel. Hit the bell so you get notified. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. You'll get every episode of this in audio form, the Braves Postcast, and all the great stuff Jake has for you all year long. That's Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Once again, it was the Braves with a 4-1 victory over the St. Louis Cardinals. For Jake Mastriani, I'm Grant McCauley. We will catch you next time on the Braves Postcast. And until then, so long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. D.C. Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked on Yankees. Locked on Mariners. Locked on Mets. Locked on Angels. And you're listening to Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. 